So I was like, no, I don't want to take any drugs that came out of somebody's butthole, dude. You know what I mean? Like, even if she's like a hot chick, dude, I just can't take drugs from somebody's butthole. You know what I mean? Like, and like she had smuggled them in, like, and like they were clean, I guess. But still, I was like, I don't, you know. Uh, but when you're young and dumb, dude, like your friends are having the time of their life, bro. Like it's hard not to want to pop that molly. Yeah. So I did. And uh, I woke up the next day, dude, and I have on my underwear, but no shirt. And I have my buddy's shoes on, bro. And I got so freaked out, <clears throat> I just grabbed some sweatpants in the floor. <clears throat> and and I drove home with some sweats that said juicy <clears throat> on the ass, dude. Are you good, bro? Take a drink, bro. No. Bro, nah. Uh, we're on air again. Oh, shit. What is up, ladies and gents? Welcome to episode dose of the weekly forecast. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Joshua Thomas. How you doing, Josh? What up, brother? You know, I'm I'm a little stressed. I'm a little stressed. Yeah, why are you stressed? I'm stressed because Terry is telling me that we need to stop cussing in our intros. And I'm 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 really just sick of Terry already, you know? Dude, Terry's so fucking lame, bro. I know. And he's sitting over there right now just staring at me with little beady eyes. Like he's gonna come over and do something, you know? He's not gonna do anything. He's just gonna complain about this later. Why does he even have a job if he's gonna complain about doing the job? I don't know. I told him he didn't even need the job. We don't even pay him. He just says it makes him feel good. Dude, some people just wanna watch the world burn, you know what I mean? Yeah, so we have a new logo, maybe. Do we? Maybe. I don't even know this. I emailed you a bunch of them. No, I don't check email. I feel like it's a Terry thing, honestly. <laughs> this dude sucks. Can he hear me? Who, Terry? Yeah, can he hear me right now? Oh, oh yeah, he's looking over here right now. I'm telling me he sucks. Terry, Josh says you suck. He's just still staring, bro. He's got this like blank stare, you know. Like it's it's kind of creepy, man. He he he's got the uh, the touch, you know what I mean? No, he's got something. Oh, what is up, bro? How was your week since the last episode? Um, well, I learned since uh, last episode that I would not put off editing a whole episode into one, you know, three hour slot. That was pretty stressful. But now I have Terry for that, so I guess I don't have to worry. You know, I was gonna go stand up yesterday and. Uh... I was going to tell this joke about white people, and then the whole room was just full of white people. I was like, oh, well, got to gotta adapt. Uh, what is it? You got to adapt, improvise, and overcome? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was a, it was a uh, grade A unabombing. Uh, speaking of adapting, improvising, and overcoming, uh, the first bit of biased news, man. Did you know Dave Chappelle is going to be back on SNL November the 7th? I did not. Did you watch his first episode on there? Uh, that was the one you talked about last week, right? With the uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, the the skit where he he done like the Chappelle verse. Yeah. Oh damn, dude! Another little bit of biased news about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is officially, or I'm sorry, the Chappelle Show is officially on Netflix. Huh. Yeah, it flew under the radar, bro. Like nobody said anything about it. I think it's crazy how much stuff is on Netflix when you go looking that you wouldn't even be like. That's totally going to be on Netflix. And then there's things like you think would be on Netflix or Hulu that's not there. Never back down. Lords of Dogtown. Oh, dude, it's on Prime, dude. 
Is it? Yeah, Don't bro. you have to rent things off Prime, though? You know, well, like no, the they, weird thing about it. they have, like, a whole uh, selection of shit that you can watch for free, or it's, like, included with Prime. So I watched that Knives Out movie. Oh, that's a good movie. Dude, it is. I like that. It is. Uh, another little bit of biased news, bro. You know, if you know me, uh, any of our fans have listened to uh, my my solo podcast or whatever, I'm a huge Mac Miller fan. Uh, so this is absolutely incredible. Mac Miller's single, Good News, is officially certified platinum. Can we add some, like, clapping in there, Terry? Yeah, like, I, was, like some, I was just thinking that. Let's add, let's add a little applause, people. Yeah. Terry, put that in. Uh, Terry's like our young Jamie, but we don't ask him to do shit. We just tell him all the time. <laughs> we just tell him to do everything. He just does it. <laughs> it's all right, Terry. Your time will come. Dude, this is how this is how it works, Terry. Like you, you get a job through Spotify, working with these two ass, which he's probably gonna bleep that out. But you work with these two ass, and then when you finally hey can't, Terry, hey Terry, you know, <laughs> when you finally can't take it anymore, you just go make your own show. That's what we do. Yeah. I mean, we, maybe instead of young Jamie, we can just call him old Terry. Old Terry, hey old Terry, hey old Terry, look look at up over. Here. Well, hey, I can't believe that one too. Hey, old Terry, mother. F- <laughs> we, we should just we should just say a bunch of cuss words just so Terry has to beep them out, you know. Bro, you know who Terry's gonna turn into? Who? Joe from you, dude. He's gonna go full psycho on us. But hey, speaking of Joe from you, uh, you season three is back in production, bro. Guess what, bro? I haven't watched the first two seasons. Bro, what? I know. I just never like got around to it. I guess. It didn't seem like it was super interesting to me. Dude, low-key, like, I was not interested at first at all. And then and then I started watching, um, like, ironically, one day, like, I just clicked it, just, like, background noise, and I got hooked, bro. Wasn't he, um, wasn't he in, uh, oh, man, it was that, like, that chick flick, John Tucker. Was he? Wasn't he the younger brother? Man, okay, this is this is gonna piss me off if I don't know. What is his real name? Do we uh Penn Bagley. Badgley. Bagley? He was, bro. He was Scott Tucker. Hey. hey. Call on my end. He was Woodchuck Todd on Easy A too. You remember that movie? Oh man. Yeah. Bro, how how weird is it that like you'll see an actor? Like when we were growing up, like we'd see actors all the time that like have these little bitty roles, bro. Like we don't think anything of it. And then, like, ten years later, they're, like, an absolute star. Hey, sometimes, man, like, have you ever got two actors mixed up? Like, oh, you yeah. swear it's one person, but it's not. Dude, I do that shit with Brendan Fraser all the time, bro. How? Brendan Fraser so is like a, he's just so, he's so iconic. Brendan Fraser. He's so iconic, yes. But I thought he was in more shit than he actually was. Didn't he do Tarzan? Wasn't he in? No, it wasn't Tarzan. Yeah, it was, like, it, a movie like Tarzan. It was Tarzan. No. George of the Jungle? That's George it. of the Jungle. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Nice, dude. We didn't even need fucking Todd to pull that up for us. Or Greg. Who, who Terry. Greg? Terry. <laughs> Piece of shit. Dude, I do that all the time where I just forget somebody's name while I'm looking at them. And I feel so bad. But in Terry's case, dude, I really don't care. Yeah, I wouldn't care either. Um, my bit of bias news, I only come to the table with one piece this week because I'm a very uninteresting person. Have you heard of a podcast called In the Red Clay? No. Have you heard about it? Anything? Mm, so my friend, is it my a, friend at work was telling me about it. Is it a geology podcast? Uh, no. I'm going to just read you the description they have on their website. I feel like you would get into this. Whiskey, fast cars, drugs, betrayal, and murder. And that's just scratching the surface. 
Buried deep in the past of a quiet southern town lies the legend of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. A chance meeting one spring day begins to unravel the truth behind the notorious figure and uncovers new secrets along the way. So apparently this dude was like a bad mofo. Like he he ran some kind of like mafia. Um, he's thought to have killed at least 56 people, though some say the number is much higher. Um, well, he wasn't very good at it. Bert's oldest son is finally ready to tell what he's kept silent for so long. My friend listened to this and he said he, he doesn't even like podcasts. Like, I don't think he's ever listened to a podcast in his life. He heard this previewed on the radio. And uh, apparently the trailer is hilarious. I haven't looked it up yet, but apparently he's like uh, What's it Billy called? Sunday in the red clay. Okay, yeah, I just filmed it. Apparently, like the trailer, he's like Billy Sunday Burt was a whiskey man, uh, a hit man, a bank robber. He was also my father. Right? So, like, he, he heard this before work one day and he was just like memeing it all day. You know, he was like, <laughs> my dad was a crack dealer, a male prostitute. He was also my father. <laughs> and, uh, he said he went home and he was like, I just wanted to listen to one episode to kind of get like an idea of who this dude is. He's like, next thing you know, I'd spent my whole weekend listening to all 13 episodes. So apparently it's really addicting. And I don't know, man, I think I'm gonna give it a try after I finish uh, Old Gods of Appalachia. That's what I was about to say, man. Old Gods is like number one for me, bro. Shout out Old Gods of Appalachia because it's so good. God, they're so good, bro. For Small real. thing about me, right? It's like when I get uh, super anxious, like I'm in a really anxious mood and I'm watching like a horror movie, right? Sometimes like I just can't. Like I, It's not that I'm scared. It's not that like, you know, I fear for my life or nothing like that. But um, it just makes my anxiety ramp up too much. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And uh, Old Gods does that, man. Like if I'm in an anxious mood and I listen to an episode, like I have to turn it off. And some people might say that that's a, um, a bad thing. But the fact that a piece of storytelling you know somebody narrating a whole story on a podcast a horror story i mean that's pretty solid to say that they did a good job you know oh 100 man all the actors well so everybody that works on that podcast like they've like you can tell that they've really put in um like they've put in their time you know what i mean because it's so yeah. it's so solid bro like it's more solid than anything i've ever done oh man have you yeah, finished dude. season one yet uh no have you no, I'm at the witch. Uh, I don't know if there's any people listening to this, but spoiler alert: um, the witch's story, like when she's grown up, you know how the fur, like when it first starts off, she's like little. Yeah, yeah. Well, now yeah, she's yeah. like grown, and that was the last one I listened to. You think she's pretty hot? I would think so. You know, what, what color hair do you think she has? Because I'm going blonde. Red. What? Oh, oh, damn! I was thinking dude. like a dark red. You know, there's like something. some sriracha sauce. There's something about a dark red-headed woman that just is very intimidating. But, but there's something about a blonde chick who's also a witch, you know, she'll you know, she'll go out and you know, she'll go to the Victoria's Secret during the day and then she'll come home and be mixing metals and shit at night, you know what I mean? Out by the moonlight. Uh and that's just powerful, man. That's powerful storytelling. And I really appreciate old gods for uh for doing that, man. You know what I mean? If we if if uh, Terry over there would have said Burnett then we'd have pretty much just described the Sanderson sisters. Who? The Sanderson sisters, bro. If you don't know who that is, by me just saying the Sanderson sisters, I'm just going to hang up. You know? No, no, no need to hang it up. Like the black flame candle, cuz. Yeah, well, Hocus Pocus is a, is a Halloween classic, man. You know, nothing to write home about. 
Are you fucking serious? That's like one of the best Halloween family movies ever. You know it was a good movie, man? Uh, oh, Yellow. It has nothing to do with what he's talking about. It doesn't, no, but it was a good movie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually watched Old Yellow all the way through. That shit made me cry one time when I was younger. I gave it up, dude. 100%. I can't you know watch- what the modern day Old Yellow is? Marley and Me? Yes. It's so I, sad. I can't watch Marley and Me either, bro. Yeah, I cry every time I watch it. What's that Zach that Zach Efron movie where he's like uh he had just came home from like the war? High school musical three. No, no, maybe. No. <laughs> you know, uh Zach Efron. Does he have a dog? Yeah, he has a dog, but I can't remember the name of the movie. Terry. Fucking put the keyboard to use there, bud. Hey, I think Terry's broken, man. Dude, I think he's listening to another podcast, bro. He's like, he might be. He's just <laughs> pretending to work over there. <laughs> he's just nodding his head at us every now and then. Throw something at him. No. Yeah, piece of shit. Um, yeah, Zach Efron's a hunk of a man, bro. I can 100% say that, like, uh, comfortably. You know what I mean? Like, if I was to leave my body and, and pick someone else's body, I'd probably pick his. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was a good Ted Bundy. Not that they're... You know, not that Ted Bundy was good, but he played a good Ted Bundy. You know what I mean? Very convincing. Did you ever know anybody that ate anybody else? I can't say that I have. I knew these two fellas. One time they got in a fist fight, and uh, one of them bit the other one to get him to like let go because they were kind of rolling around on the ground. And when he bit the the other fella, and he smiled afterwards. And I was like, that's how it happens, right there. It's little subtle things like that. You know, you're having sex with a female, and you know, you just go to give her a little nibble, and next thing you know, you're trying to uh, trying to vampire Lestat that shit out of her neck. You know what I mean? I thought he was going to say, next thing you know, you're trying to cook him up. I said, man, I got a little dark really quick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Next time, next thing you know, you got that taste of blood on your mouth, man. You're trying to, you're trying to go full force into some Nosferatu shit, you know? Yeah, it probably happened to Mike Tyson. That's why Mike Tyson looks so young, man. He probably got a taste of Evander Holyfield, and he said, you know what? I'm going to go absolutely batshit insane <laughs> just to cure this insatiable lust. You know what I mean? I'm just going to start... Ordering blood bags off the internet. I bet you could, dude. You can, dude. You know, I've seen somebody was buying, um, they're buying like acid and shit off the internet. Oh, man. Apparently, you can buy anything on the dark web, man. You ever been on the dark web? Uh, one time I was on Silk Road before it got shut down. I but, know that is. The, <clears throat> do what? I don't uh, know that Silk is. Road was like a, uh, Silk Road was like one of the bigger, uh, like dark web, uh, sites i guess you'd say but i went on there one time but it's very weird because they have like like they would have like an like a whole section just like snuff films and there's like a like a weapons and ammo section and there's like a organ section like it's very weird and they talk too it's like they're larping in real life because they talk in like code you know what i mean that just seems a little bit too uh too hardcore for me it's very dark very the internet's a dark place man yeah Speaking of dark, man, what's this election looking like? Because uh, America could be in a very dark place. Of course, place. you guys already know the results, but we are, we're going through this live, you know? We are, dude. It's so crazy. We're, we're like Joe Rogan. Oh, Jesus Christ, Joe Biden's winning. 16 to 13. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. I'm not a Trump fan. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a very not Joe Biden and Kamala Harris fan. Like, I, I dislike Joe Biden and Kamala Harris very badly. So I'm not a Trump oh, fan. Oh, Howie Hawkins just... looks like a professor at like uh, the X-Men college. Uh, <laughs> I wonder, you know I mean? like, I wonder 
like what a presidential campaign is like for somebody like that. I don't even know what this guy looks like. Who was the guy who uh who was the guy who ran with a boot on his head? Andy Melanakis had a bag of peas on his head. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> he was he always ran for uh apparently he'd always try to run for president. He's like he looks like a homeless man with no offense to homeless people, but he looks like a homeless man with a boot on his head, like a like a rain boot. Well, he's not running that far if he has one boot on his head. You know what I mean? Nope. Not at all. Pull up Virginia and look <laughs> at all it. the I, red. I've seen it. I like that Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton, right? Because if, you, if anybody knows me knows that I have a personal vendetta against Hillary Clinton. But the Electoral College is bullshit. And there's got to be an easier way to do this. I think we should let him have a fist fight or maybe a yes. duel. That's what I've been saying, man. Gladiator style. Oh hell yeah, dude! Maybe like, get Brad... get, like make make a big, humongous pit under the White House, live stream it, put a bunch of weapons around, put them in there bare knuckle. You know what I mean? Well, you're see, you're already messing up. The first rule about Fight Clubs, you don't talk about it, and you're trying to live stream that shit. This is okay. Gladiator Club, this, dog. This is, this is way different. This is why people don't trust you with secrets. That's very true. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> yeah, so the election's happening right now, and it is so crazy. We're uh, Terry said a minute ago our ratings are beating out Joe Rogan and uh, Alex Jones right now. Terry never said anything. Yeah, he definitely didn't say that either. You know what's weird about Terry Moon? He didn't really say much. You literally texted me one day and you said, "Hey, uh, cool thing, I got us an uh, an editor." I said, "Okay," and then I came in my house and he was sitting here. No, he didn't break in, but I didn't know this person. You know, I didn't give him a key. He just showed up. No, man, the thing about Terry is uh, you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. But you teach him how to fish and he'll go hungry for an hour or so. Or he'll get, he'll be hungry in another hour or so. Or I thought we would get one of them cool little Asian assistants, but. I don't think you can say that. No, you can say that. You can say no, okay. it. I'm Terry's the final decision. He'll he'll leave it in or he'll take it out. Andrew Yang ran for president. They Asians are up right now. Bro, Tr- I would trending. I would have voted for Andrew Yang for real. Uh, he was pretty cool, dude. I liked him. I like Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi's also got that sweet that that little that mill faction going on. You know what I'm saying? Like a next door oh, neighbor oh. kind of mill faction going on. I feel like uh, Joe Rogan thought the same thing. Bro, he gets a little suspect when when a, a pretty looking female comes in there. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, Joe, man, sussy boy. What do you think about Joe's new uh, his new office? I mean, I love it. I like it. if I sit here and listen to his like a brand new podcast. I'm like, hey, oh yeah. But like watching it, dude, I cannot watch it no more. Bro, the Alex Jones one was the first one I've listened to in a while, bro. I can't like the red fucking strains my eyes. Hey, I got some phone calls that came in. Well, let's jump into the lines are open. Uh, if you guys want to call the podcast, the number is 502-694-0749. Terry was supposed to set us up our very own phone number. Terry did not. So now we share a voicemail bank with the takedown. So You can you, also text the number. Yes, you can also text it. So if you want your, uh, if you want your message played on air during an episode, you need to say your name, where you're from. You can make something up if you want. We're not going like, to track you down or anything. Um, say your name, where you're from, and then what, what podcast you're aiming for, and we're going to play you on the on the air. So let's jump right into this, dude. We got a couple of them. Are you ready? 
I'm ready. All right. I don't think you are, bro. All right. Let's do it to it. Jumping into the first one. Oh, yeah. My name's Blake, and I was uh, leaving this for the weekly forecast. And I would just like to know what your thoughts would be on having an actual Oompa Loompa as the president. I mean, think about it, guys. An Oompa Loompa song for a nuclear strike on a country. How awesome would that be? Give me your feedback. Have a great day. You know, the thing about uh, little people don't like to be called names like Oompa Loompas uh, or midgets. It's it's not socially acceptable anymore. But what if he was an actual Oompa Loompa? Like from the movie? Well, I mean, they're saying that Trump oh, is yeah. an Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Uh, I think little people should be in office everywhere. I think you're avoiding the question there, mate. <laughs> I don't think I, hundred, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I... Are you talking about actual Oompa Loompas? Let's just say he is talking about actual Oompa Loompas, okay? Okay, then yeah, that's a little a little people. And I think so in 2020... Maybe, maybe he is. Maybe I read it wrong. Um, I think there would be like a lot of crazy shit go on if an Oompa Loompa from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was the president. You imagine the uh, you imagine like the press conferences and stuff they would give? Like they would make the most dramatic entrance possible. Get rolled in on a jawbreaker, you know, jump down, twenty of them start singing, and then they, they, they all pull out one massive chair to seat one Oompa Loompa and then they push push him up in there. I uh, I went to school with a little people and uh, his name was Steven. And uh, he used to sit behind me in French class and uh, he was very nice, very nice kid. Um, as far as Oompa Loompas go, the, the Oompa Loompa song, Oompa Loompa Doompa Dee Doo, uh, I can't see myself wanting to listen to that consecutively for four years. So <laughs> I'm going to have to deny that one. Um, I'm going to actually if you wanna... say the opposite. Really? Yeah. If I'm... you're a little people, I mean, by all means, run for office, but y'all got to find another song. No, he's not. You're, you're blurring the line so hard right now. I don't think you understand the question. I don't think you understand the question. Okay, an Oompa Loompa is an actual little yep. person that's just painted orange. No, but they're like... What they're world an actual, do you live in? They're an, you... Actual, like, they're an actual race of people in the movie. Okay, but we don't live in this movie. We don't have a Willy Wonka. So in modern context... he's context, saying what if we had... Oompa... You know what? You know what? I'm going to cut this you know short. What? Oh, I see... I'd be down for it. You know what? I see, I... I see what you're saying now. Nope, wow, okay, yeah. It's too late, old buddy. That would be kind of cool. I still don't want to hear that song too, too often. All right, we got another caller. Thank you, Blake, for the call. Thanks, Blake. Uh, I wish we could say that we're gonna. I wish we could say we're gonna mail you something, but uh, high five. <laughs> Air All right, high caller five. number two. <laughs> Hold on, time out, time out, time out. Call- Terry, Terry, put a put a high five like a little. Put one of them. Put one of them in there. Yeah, that sound effect. Did you just do that with your mouth? Yep. <laughs> he'll put a he'll put a better one in. Terry, do it again, dude, just do for it the people. All right, thank you, dude. Can you do one though? Can you? Can you? Can we have yours side by side with a, like with the actual one? Okay, just for here's, comparison. Give me yours. Okay, here's mine. Okay, and then here's here's Terry's. Caller number two. Okay, so voicemails are super weird, but I will totally leave you one because you know why not. Uh, can you explain why men feel the need to mansplain things to women? Also, um, maybe, like, we could talk about, like, uh, like, alcoholism, for one. 
um, more so along the lines of why do people lean into alcohol to, I suppose, deal with internalized problems, et cetera, et cetera. I would love to hear this on the podcast. Oh, that's a deep one. I can't believe we just went from Oompa Loompas to that. That's the beauty of this show. Thank you, caller, for your um, for your call. The mansplaining thing. I don't really. I don't exactly know what mansplaining is. I don't. I don't. Can we Google that? I'm googling it right now as we speak. Um, mansplaining the explanation of something by a man, typically to a woman, in a manner of in a manner regarded as condescending or patronizing. Hmm. Um. Well, I can answer this one. Super quick and super simple. Are you are you confident that I'm going to take this correctly? Probably not. No, honestly, I think Terry's I probably. A, I, need gonna... a, I need a confidence scale of like five to ten. <laughs> five to ten. <laughs> well, I mean, you just start at one. <laughs> it makes you feel better. Let's do one to ten. Okay, I think before you get going, I think Terry's going to have to, you know, because Spotify is kind of liberal, you know. So I think we're. They're going to get tired of us, 100%. Go ahead. I think you got it there. I'm going to say 7 out of 10. Go ahead. 7 out of 10? And that's me. That's me giving you an extra, like, four. That's me giving you an extra four. Okay. (laughs) Just because I love you. If if a man respects you as a woman, like, uh, if he respects you, if he has any respect at all, he's not going to talk down to you or be condescending. Uh, Most people who are quote-unquote mansplaining are probably just fucking douchebags. I actually Hard, agree with that. capitalized douchebag. I agree with that. And I think we please Spotify with that answer as well. Terry, uh, Terry's like, uh, he's doing the cutthroat thing, like telling me to shut up. I think it's because I cussed. Not to piggyback on what you said, but uh, I agree. I think if a man uh, is a friend or or a lover, maybe just a one hitter quitter every now and then, you know, like a Wednesday night after uh, you know two dollar margaritas, I don't think he's gonna mansplain things to you because you know there's a mutual respect there. But if you got this dude at your job and that's all he's doing is just telling you, you know, how to load paper into the copy machine every single time, and hey, you got my vote, sister. Punch him in the mouth. Punch him in the throat. Yeah. Punch him in the Punch throat. Him in the throat. Yeah. Open palm, strike him in the throat. Look, um, and it's not just women that deal with that. I mean, I know people that will talk to other men like they're complete idiots. Oh, yeah. Things that, you know, they know better than said person. Control freaks. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Some people are just weird like that. I don't think it's, um, I don't know. It's just people can be cunts. As uh, someone who is actively in AA, I feel very confident in answering the second part of this question, though. <laughs> I'll let you take it. I got a, I got a good. You did eat a baconator and a like a little bowl of chili in AA, so I'm not really going to give you the super benefit of the doubt, but I'm going to give you a good. You feel six. you feel good. I'll give you a good six. You, I feel like you're above average. Do you feel good about yourself? You said you ate a bowl of chili and and you 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 done it super. You know what I mean? You, you feel good about that one. Yeah, sloppy, but okay. Slop- <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me tell you, man. Alcohol, alcoholism, drug addiction, porn addiction, gambling addiction. These are all things that people fall back on because they don't know how to deal with their actual emotions. So to someone in that predicament, I would say, A, get the help that you need, and B, seek out a counselor, 
right? I've myself have sought counseling in the past. Uh, it works for some people. It doesn't work for others. But hey, you always got to find an outlet and also try finding a happy outlet. Uh, coaching MMA, podcasting. Uh, I'm also a novelist. These are all things that I do during the day to keep me off the bottle, uh, which is now, Scotty, you'll be happy to know, I am, I think, 11 days off the sauce. Hey, let's put another round of applause on there. Boom. Done, son. Yeah, I'm trying to go I'm trying to go for 15 days, and then I'll probably hammer one. But, uh, <laughs> um, if I had to speak on it, um, especially, I can't really speak from a woman's standpoint because I haven't met a woman who's like a raging alcoholic, but I've had a couple people in my life that are males that, that were, you know, very big alcoholics. And it just seems like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? It's, it's cliche, but like men are supposed to be, you know, the big tough guys, you know, like um, they, they don't have emotion. So, um, kind of like what you said, where you, like they don't want to show their emotion. They, uh, to bury it all. Like they say, you know, drown your sorrows, you know, they don't want to express it. So some people turn to it like that. You know, some people turn to it cause, um, like you said, they have no hobbies. So they're just like, well, you're like, what are you going to do today? Oh, I'm going to go, um. I'm going to go mountain biking at this trail. You know, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm just probably going to go get drunk. You know, I don't, I don't see how people can drink every day and then continue doing normal life the next day. You have a lot of diarrhea, uh, which since has, it's actually my, uh, well, this is getting personal. I've had some pretty sweet bowel movements since this, uh, since, you know, stopping drinking. Well, that's good, I guess. Yeah. I uh, I had to take a shit one time off some uh, ecstasy and it felt so good my nipples got hard. I don't think that's true, but anyway. <laughs> nope. Uh, it's it's yep. This is real life, buddy. All right, moving on. And thank you, caller, for the call. Thank you, anonymous. Yo, this is Tyrone, and uh, so I was uh, sitting there playing my Xbox 360 and uh, playing Call of Duty. No. I, Can I just stop it right there? I'm just I'm gonna smiling. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a wild swing and say this dude's playing Call of Duty. I just had this twelve year old kept running his mouth and he kept killing me and killed me over and over again. So I got mad and I pulled my disc out of the tray and started teabagging my Xbox. <laughs> was in Zena this tray closed on me got caught on that thin piece of sack and, uh, I was just wondering if you could tell me how I can uh, get that out of there thanks it's still in there <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast comes out every week buddy boy so uh, I, I hope he's free I hope, I you, hope he's free now. I hope you're liberated my boy wow sometimes uh, you're the hammer Tyrone and sometimes you're the nail <laughs> And, and you're the nail right now. <laughs> in this occasion, you're you ain't even the nail. You're the board. <laughs> you're taking full impact right now, buddy. And hey, I knew a friend. I had a friend one time. His name is Devin, uh, and he he told me one time that he was shaving his sack and nicked uh, nicked uh, one of them one of them vessels in there and had to go to the hospital. Actually, hey, okay. listen, to this man, I know exactly who you're talking about, right? And Devin, I used to work with Devin. Oh God, was it while he was working with you? No, but Devin. Okay, he may have, um, I'm going to say we was working at a fast food establishment, you know, 
where you have a name tag. And Devin may have went outside to the dumpsters one night and partake, partook in some mind-altering substances. And then Devin proceeded to walk back in, still in his work uniform, with a ski mask on, to order food so people wouldn't know who he was. And that is a true story. <laughs> I swear to you, that's really happened. Low key, uh, Devin got me put on a government watch list for six months. And you you know this story very, very I well. Do. Yeah, so, uh, and just to clarify, that was smokables, not snortables. Uh, yes, it was smokables. Hold on, yeah, we gotta get back to the, we gotta, we gotta steer this shit back in. Uh, we, we didn't even answer the question. You know, Tyrone, um, you know, my buddy nicked his sack one time. And he lived. Uh, thug nasty Bryce Mitchell drilled his nutsack up one time. And, this ain't uh, the same, man. He is stuck. He is in a... Man, let me tell you something. You remember that time that you just got your, your Xbox One? I mean, you were hammering on FIFA. Yeah. And uh, you got the disc stuck in the tray. You remember that? Yeah, but that was different. Well, what I'm saying is there's a button in there. You can press it and it releases. Well, see, an Xbox 360 has a tray that comes out. An Xbox One doesn't. It just goes into a slot and just right, goes right in there. An Xbox 360 got a tray that comes out and goes in. And having an Xbox 360, like if I want to play Skyrim, right, sometimes the tray gets stuck, so you got to sit there and like pry at it. And then to get it shut, you got to literally smash it with your hand. So he could be in a very um, tough spot, you know. Tyrone, I need you to call back in. And this whole the whole dynamic of this question changes if you have hair on your peaches, literally. Tyrone, this is what I'm going to do, okay? Terry is going to help me fund this. If You're just going to have to grab that tray and pull it, brother. All right? If you're still in there in a week from now and you're just waiting on us, you pull it, you break it, okay? If you break it, it's okay. All right, look. Terry will buy the Xbox. I will buy the postage stamp, and we will replace the Xbox 360. See, we're not just podcasters. We're giving back to the community over here. Yeah, we're giving back to our fans, man. Um, you know what, dude? It might sound cliche, but spit on it. You know what nah. I mean? Spit on it. Try to get some lubrication in there, and maybe keep just spamming that eject button until you uh you eject your ball sack or you eject your uh your pain tolerance. You know what I mean? All right, let's uh, let's go on to the next uh, next caller. Thanks, you, Tyrone. Yes, thank you very much, Tyrone. And uh, sorry to hear about your boys. Considering birds only have one hole for both doo-doo and pee-pee, is it safe to say that all birds have butt babies? Either podcast, Pat. Thank you, Pat, for the question. Uh, I'm going to take the lead here, Scotty. Uh, you were you were a butt baby, Scotty. Um, <laughs> what do you even mean? <laughs> you was adopted. So. You're fucking shit out, bro. <laughs> you look like a fucking bird, baby. I didn't know birds had one uh, one passageway for both activities. Can you imagine how stressful that would be? Yeah, I don't think I would like it very much. I mean, I guess all birds truly are butt babies. I'm actually kind of stumped with this because I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we got to be a little PC here talking about you know the the gentiles of a bird. I think we're gonna ruin that with all the other words we've done used. Um, sure. Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, yeah, sure. No, no, they're not. They're not. 
they're they're in an egg, right? So it doesn't yeah, matter. yeah, but they're still getting the shit out though. Yeah, but you're in an egg. You have an egg head, and that hurt my self confidence right there. So Pat, thanks for having my self confidence ruined. Um, I'm gonna say no because they're in an egg. If they came out bare ass, maybe. Hmm. I like where you're going with this, but I'm gonna have to agree with Pat. I think they're butt babies. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, I mean, you got to really be careful talking about some things in 2020. Um, you know, butt babies are one of them. So maybe just try to be more sensitive next time, Pat, about the other butt babies that could be growing up to be adults and, uh, listening. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Uh, once again, everybody, thank you for calling. We appreciate every single call that comes in. Once again, that phone number is 502-694-0749. Feel free to call and leave a voicemail at any time. It can literally be any uh, any subject. You can ask advice. You can give advice. You can just rant about your day. Uh, or you can give us a little prolific messages, such as... I like titty milk. Uh, because we like to know what our what our callers and what our fans have got going on. So, call, leave us your... I yep. want to do a shout-out real quick. Um, I don't know. This, this is very impromptu, so it came out of nowhere. Um, okay. If Mason is hearing this, I need a call on this podcast. Okay, Mason? I need it. That's it. I just need to know how he's doing, you know? I feel like uh, we should probably follow each other on Instagram or something. Huh. Me and Mason. Yeah. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Mason, if you if anybody knows a Mason, please have him call. It can be a brick Mason, maybe a free Mason. No, you know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about, Mason. You know. You know. Uh, yep, give us a call. The one, that, the one that wishes a happy new year. That Mason. Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. All right, 502-694-0749. Give us a call back, Mason. Let us know how your situation panned out, buddy. I forgot all about that for a moment. Yep. Yep, we love you. Uh, anyway, edit that out. Um, <coughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> uh, moving on to, I think this might be my favorite my favorite segment. I think it's my favorite segment, too. Are you ready? That and the phone, the phone calls. The phone calls are so awesome, dude. Like I literally, I live for those phone calls. All right, you ready? Let's jump into some uh, random news articles around the world, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We went straight fucking Canadian, eh? Hey, I wonder if the beep sounds different if we're talking, like, Canadian. Like, if I give you a big old fuck, I wonder if the beep's gonna change, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try the old down under mic and give you a good old fuck time. I knew a girl that gave down unders uh, behind the subway one time, and she was definitely not Australian. Anyways, I'm gonna lead this off with... uh, are you ready? A yep. leopard mauls a man who paid for the full contact experience. Hmm. What do you make of this? That's uh, that's just some kind of karma right there. Would you, you know? Would you like some some backstory? <sighs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Give me some backstory. Uh, I feel like I kind of know everything just from the title, but I want some backstory here. This dude named like Ted. Um, actually, <laughs> actually. Uh, nope. No. Okay. Nope. His name is Dwight. You're very close. Um, dude. Okay. So, for, 
First off, you can leave this in or you can take it out, but I listened to our last podcast and I can't help but notice how many times I was very close to guessing a number and you tried to cut me down and make me feel bad. So when? Uh, in the last podcast. I you know, we when? were we were guessing numbers for like pigeons or something. Oh no, we no, we guessed the number for, uh yeah, for <laughs> for seagulls. seagulls and we also did the um the McDonald's menu was really close, and I was like, nope. I was very close both times. <laughs> Regardless, uh, this this fella, Dwight Turner, paid $150 for the quote-unquote full contact experience with a black leopard in a backyard animal enclosure in South Florida. Can we get reverb on South Florida, Terry? South Florida. Um, and the full contact experience is playing with it, rubbing its belly, and taking photos. Definitely not like the full contact experience you get behind the subway. Um, he's actually suing this fella though, because this this uh, leopard absolutely mauled the hell out of him. Why? Like, how you gonna sue him? Look, I believe that animals shouldn't be in cages, right? Like the older I get, the more weird I feel about zoos. You know? Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. Like when I was a kid, seeing like going to a zoo was sick, and now it's just kind of like, man, like they ain't got they ain't got no room. Well, it's because we've seen it's it's because we've seen Rango and Zootopia and the Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, and Madagascar. Uh, but yeah, I think he kind of paid for I think it's kind of karma, you know. Uh, you paid for the ultimate experience, and you was the prey <laughs> in the ultimate experience. <laughs> so therefore, you got what you paid for. You know? Oh, God, that took me up. <laughs> I, I think uh, no matter what, if you ever pay for the full contact experience, and I, and I don't get mauled, then I didn't get the full contact experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to sue you if I don't get mauled. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And see, you know, when we were growing up, you know, you'd have a rabid raccoon in the backyard. The full contact experience was, you know, getting mauled by that thing. Hey, man, quick story. Uh, me and Josh and our other cousin was going to town one time, and we was driving on this this gravel road, and he, our other cousin said, hey, man, stop. And he got out, and he was chasing a possum. You remember this? Were there smokables involved? No. He was just randomly chasing this possum. Well, the possum turned around and started charging him. And then he, he may have kicked the possum really hard, and it flew in the air. I probably shouldn't put that in. You know, you will know, no, no, it's fine. Not to upset Peter or anything, but what are you going to do? You know what I mean? We didn't kick the possum. I like we them. Didn't I think they're cool marsupials. <clears throat> I have a raccoon digging in my trash, actually, this week. Um. Yeah, I don't, uh, yep. So that happened. Uh, there was one time that a rabid raccoon got in my backyard, and I got to watch out my bedroom windows. My dad mauled it to death with a golf club. So everybody's full contact experience is different. This is what we're getting at. So everybody's full contact. Di- everybody's full contact experience is different. Is what I'm getting at. It differs person to person. But no, I yeah. feel like uh, I feel like he may have got what he uh, what he asked for. So to stick with uh, my theme from my last one here, I have a. Uh, one for you. I'm just going to read you the headline. If you want more information, you can uh, let me know. Wisconsin trooper stops driver hauling snowmobile atop of sedan. Oh, hell yeah. Let me tell you, dude. Throwing it back, dude. You can't. You haven't grown up in southwest Virginia. If you haven't hauled uh, something uh, drivable on top of something else drivable, it's called a truck boat. And sometimes truck, you get... Truck boat truck. Yeah, sometimes you get that third attachment. It's a truck boat truck. And you just got to have somebody up on top. First off, you got to have some ratchet straps. And you got to ratchet strap that bitch down. But then you got to have somebody up top steering it for wind control. But I'm all for this. Let me let me have some backstory, though. Uh, it says that this was in Clayton, Wisconsin. 
says the Wisconsin State Patrol had some advice for a guy who tried to transport oh, a snowmobile oh, by Christ. strapping it atop Hold of the roof of his car. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, bro. If anybody wants to find this news article, it's on foxnews.com. Okay, just type in Clayton, Wisconsin on, on Fox News. This is going to pop up. Scotty, you, you left out a very key portion of this, this segment. <laughs> okay. The snowmobile is fucking sideways. Yeah, it's sideways. It's not matching the car at all. They they went against rule number one, dude. You got to have that air control down pat. Yeah, man. It says, a trooper pulled over the driver on Highway 63 in northwestern Wisconsin on Sunday afternoon after seeing the snowmobile perched sideways on top of a Toyota Corolla. The Wisconsin Department of Transportation tweeted a photo of the car with the Polaris topper with a message, folks, don't try this at home. What do you think about that? You think if he had put it put it straight on aerodynamically, they would have left him alone? Yep, 100%. I think that I think so too. I think that the wind disparity was off. And uh when you're hauling something, and let me tell you, this man is definitely under the influence of narcotics. Let's just go ahead and just we ain't going to sugarcoat anything. Yeah, he's he, probably he's probably up there. Three sheets to the wind, Blair and Leonard Skinner, windows down, no fucks given. Um, I'm going to say that this man is probably, uh, he's probably deeply tortured. He's got some demons he needs to work on. And uh, that's what the snowblower was for, you know, or the snow snowplow machine. Or maybe. What maybe do you call so. that? What do you call that thing? Snowmobile. Snowmobile. Yep. That's what the snowmobile was for. Uh, I hope you get the help you need, friend. And also, uh, you know, if, if you're. You know, if your your stacking skills are this bad, I can only imagine uh, what your grammar is like. So maybe get hooked on phonics as well. Ooh, sick burn. Uh, all right, I've got one one for you to keep with my animal theme. There was a puppy with green fur born in Italy. Oh, I was going to send you that one. Yeah, I've seen him. He's adorable. <clears throat> he is. He is. An Italian farmer welcomed a litter of five dogs earlier this month, and one of the pups stood out among the rest. Uh, because it was born with green fur. Uh, it is a spalachia, or spalacia, or as my friends would call it, a fallacia. Um, but this, the, this dog was born, the other dogs have white fur, and this one was born green. Uh, and you know, this is very telling um, about the, the dog community. You know, really. Um, you know, they... They have, uh, wow, yeah, we should probably cut that out. <laughs> that was getting a little, that was going somewhere bad. <clears throat> Let's just back that up. Um, this is, you know, they gave it a fitting name. Its name is Pistachio. Um, he's on CBS News if anybody would like to see it. It's a very cute dog. Um, but yeah, this is not the only time that a, a puppy with green fur has been born. Uh, in 2017, a green puppy was born in Massachusetts, and a young boy with his own rare condition adopted him. And earlier this year, a green puppy was born in Asheville, North Carolina, and they named him the Hulk. I'm starting to think you're just making things up. So here we go. Woman in labor makes her husband stop at election office so she can vote first. Green is the symbol of luck and bitch, prosperity. Bitch, we moved on. We moved on. <laughs> yeah, the woman in labor voted before going to the hospital? Yep. What do you think of that? She's passionate. But let me tell you something. My wife went in labor. She got pulled over on the way home, uh, on the way to, to the house to, to come get me so we could go to the hospital. And uh, she pulled over. And I was like, why wouldn't you just keep driving? And she pretty much essentially explained to me that you've got like an hour or two to get to the hospital. 
so you know, as passionate as this woman is, uh, you got to name that you know you got to name that baby boy Elect after that. You know, similar to Elon. You know, Elect or Eli or Eli. Yeah, yeah. To give everybody an update on the election because we're watching it live. Joe Biden is apparently winning eighty-five to fifty-five uh, electoral college votes, and Texas is looking pretty blue, my boy. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the color blue. One should hope not. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so have you seen this this thing? A rapper who bragged in video about benefits scam has been arrested. <laughs> Stupid. Are you ready for this? Give it to me. Antonio Baines, a.k.a. Oh. A.k.a. Nuke Bizzle. Faces, again. faces up to 22 years in federal prison. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, after his, his uh, co-conspirators fraudulently obtained at least 92 debit cards preloaded with more than $1.2 million. Damn, he had the money like that, and he's still going to get fucked up. He, he exploited the pandemic unemployment assistant... Uh, like the the relief, the CARES Act, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes, he exploited that somehow, um, and he he had names. Uh, he th- so they're charging him with identity theft because he had just random names on there. Um, anyways, they were all sent to his his address, and uh, yep. So they they ended up getting seven hundred and four thousand dollars worth of money. Man. Yeah, you know how like Vice always does those shady ass, like we hanging out with drug dealers documentaries. Yeah, they did one with a guy who did a uh, credit card theft all the time. Oh, I seen that. That was wild, man. He was like, "Yeah, the banks are gonna pay him back anyway." <laughs> just like, <laughs> <laughs> how are you just calm about this? <laughs> yeah, that's man. This guy, anyways, Nuke Bizzle. Um, good job, bud. Yeah, good job. Uh, hope you put some of that money on your books. I can already uh, take a wild swing and say that nobody is going to yell free Nuke Bizzle anytime soon. <laughs> Here's my last article, Josh. You ready? I think so. New York City man falls through Bronx sinkhole into a pit of rats. Oh, i seen this. They start yeah, this article keep, keep out by going. saying, they say the streets of New York City aren't what they used to be. <laughs> Obviously. A Bronx man wound up in the hospital Saturday after the concrete collapsed beneath his feet, sending him tumbling into a decrepit basement where he encountered a mischief of rats, according to local reports. He was waiting at the bus stop in Belmont. Belmont's a good band, man. They are a really good band. Randomly. Do um, you do Didn't you like Joe rats? Rogan say that like New York had like three million rats? Uh I heard that there were some of them the size of small cats. Isn't there another state that has a cat problem? Can't we like put all the cats on a bus and oh, send them to New York? You know what, dude? Maybe you should run for mayor. That's actually a really good idea. It's a good idea, man. You know what a king rat is? I'm assuming or it's a rat king. Theo. Theo Vaughn. No, it's a. It's actually a thing. It's like when a bunch of rats are in a small space and they try to jump over each other and their tails get tied together, so they live the rest of their life as this unit of rats. I'm gonna send you a picture. There we go. Let's see this thing. Oh, wow. That is... Yeah, that's something. Their there tails? Yeah, what the hell? They're intertwined. So, <clears throat> my only concern is when one of these guys tries to Michael Jackson out of the Jackson 5 here, and, uh, yeah, they're probably going to kill him, you think? 
Uh, I wonder if they could just gnaw their own tail off. I thought that that's what rats do is they gnaw their own tails off sometimes. <clears throat> just to get out of a pinch, you know? I feel like if I was attached to 12 of my family by a rope, I'd probably gnaw the rope. Yeah. I don't mm, I don't know. It depends. Depends on who uh, who we got, you know? <clears throat> if I was If I was maybe stuck with you, I think I'd probably be okay. You know, pooping in front of each other, you know, probably going to be a little weird at first, but, uh, all right, so I got one more for you. <clears throat> Dennis charged after pulling patient's tooth on a hoverboard. How do you get charged for that? Like, uh, what, right. what does that fall under there? All right, so back in January, back in January, Seth, Loth- Seth Lockhart was found guilty on 46 charges against him, uh, which included, are you ready for this, Medicaid fraud reckless endangerment and unlawful dental acts oh and tooth extractions at will <laughs> perhaps the most notable of all is the fact that this overwhelming amount of evidence was often supported and is often in excruciating detail by dr lockhart's own texts photos and videos so this fellow was uh he was videoing himself pulling teeth uh, all wild and whatnot uh, so and, the dentist was on a hoverboard pulling a tooth. Yep, yep. Hmm. Yeah, I'd have sued him too, man. Uh, let's see here. I'm assuming. I thought you meant like his uh, patient was on a hoverboard. Nope. And he I'm just was pulling it. I'm assuming that. Uh, I'm assuming he used. You know, he probably tied something around the tooth and then hooked it to the hoverboard and then just took off. You know, at all five. <laughs> no way. That five mile an hour <laughs> fury you get. Uh. Yeah, so we're gonna pull your whole top row of teeth and get you some veneers, and then you just have <laughs> these strings attached to the hoverboard, bro. <clears throat> I think it'd be like a fucking wind chime, <laughs> just Man. going off. Yeah. Um, needless to say, that guy has uh, lost his license. Uh, but when you're in Alaska, for the best, when yeah. you're a dentist in Alaska, you know you gotta you gotta have fun with it sometimes. So, am I gonna knock this fella? No. Uh, would I like I to am. see one of those videos? Yes, absolutely. If you have obtained the video, my friends, please send it to the Instagram at the Weekly Forecast or to our Twitter, which is at Weekly, the number four, and then Cast. Uh, because I would love to see a hoverboard tooth extraction. I don't really know who wouldn't. What do you make of this, Scotty? Yeah, I'd have sued him. Yeah. Uh, he really? Sounds reckless. Yeah. He sounds cutting edge and high tech, and I love it. Nope. No, not at all. You remember that? There was horror movies in the 80s named The Dentist. And uh, if you made a modern day one, it'd probably be him. Not a fan. I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> it just triggered me for some reason. I don't like it. <laughs> it's no lie. <clears throat> it's a 100% true story. I had to go to the dentist when I was 18. I had to get a cavity filled in. And a little fella told me right off the bat that he was still in college. And this was the first day he was practicing without an actual dentist present. And then he uh, proceeded to ask me what kind of music I liked. And I told him I like to listen to Skrillex and EDM. So he turned on Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, the album. And uh, he started nodding his head and, you know, kind of he was getting really into it. And he was like, yeah, I like to party. And uh, he was like, you know, I I love going to raves. I love dance music. And then he started drilling on me before he ever gave me my Novocaine shot. Oh, bullshit. No, dude, you can ask my mom, dude. I got up and I left and I never went back to the dentist for like three years. Oh, man. You call my mom right now and you ask her, she'll tell you, I got up and walked the hell out. He started drilling on me before And and what was even what was so bad about it is I he has this tray right beside the, the table that he's like working on me on, and I can see the fucking shot there. 
Like it's got he's already got it in there and everything. He's he he's ready. He it. is ready to go. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And it was dark in there too, dude. I was kind of worried he might dip something else in my mouth, so I just assumed it'd probably be good to just dip out. So, you know. what do you do? Turn the lights down for you? Like trying to make it nice and ambient in there with some Skrillex jamming? And we were about five seconds away from him breaking a fucking glow wand and him just having a full blown <laughs> party in my mouth, dude. It was terrible. The fucking drop hit. It was just too intense for him. He's just <laughs> he's making wobble noises with the with the drill. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you, dude. If I if I drink one bang energy and maybe take you know maybe a little hit of uh of Molly, dude, I could probably do a full dental extraction in about ten minutes. So I know this fellow is about to get in, bro. And uh, I like my teeth, so you know I was dipping out. And I, I seriously, I was like, hey man, I gotta use the restroom, and he was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I never came back, bro. I called my mom on the way on the way home. I was like, nope, can't do it. Speaking of dipping, let's uh dip into some sports. Wow, dude, that was so lame. I'd if, like to dip my balls on your head like Tyrone did his Xbox. If that went well, Terry has put a splash and dip audio file in there to make it seem like we have just jumped right into a pool of sports and I'm losing uh, where I was going with that. So Yeah, I'm uh, losing my fucking mind over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we both agreed that we was going to talk about John Jones getting... Getting robbed, right? Let me just start off by saying, if you're in New Mexico and you're in the market to rob somebody, I feel like I feel like there's a list of people you probably can and you probably can't. And yeah. John probably sits at the very top of that list on the can't side. Yeah. Like when you think of can, you think of, um, I don't know, like a nice suburban dad who you know goes outside and hopscotches with his kids you know with some corduroys and some sperries on blue jean shorts with the sperries yeah and then when you think of can't you think of the light heavyweight champion in the ufc potentially one of the greatest mixed martial artists of all time yeah don't rob him did this dude know that it was his house uh well, he sure found out uh, so if you guys go to Instagram, right, and you go to John Jones' Instagram, John has put up the uh, security footage from his home. It was literally two days ago. At the time you listen to this, it's now going to be a week and two days ago. Um, <clears throat> but you can see this fella walk up on John's security cameras. He starts meddling around John's cars. And then you see the garage door come open. The robber takes off on foot and then you see john jones barefoot with a shotgun in hand chase this fella down the street scotty when you think of terrifying images what is more terrifying than john jones with a gun <laughs> khabib running at you <laughs> get fucking burnt john but no that's uh <laughs> that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty fucking terrifying bro what did the dude do what did the dude do? He took off running. Like, did he stop? And he took off running? No, he took off running. Yeah, I probably, I probably wouldn't have stopped either, to be honest. You know, I'd probably have to change my pants after that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, fuck that. I don't know. Maybe uh, if that fella knew a pregnant lady with a car, you know, maybe he could time it at just the right time. John Jones would run into her, but um, damn, we are really. You think he could have win in a fist fight between you and John Jones? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me tell you a little something about John Jones. Dude's six foot four. Okay, I'm five six. Okay, he ain't touching me, bro. I'm running. Oh, you're gonna run. I'm close. I asked if you could beat him, not if you're gonna run away. No, no, no. This so I'm gonna run, and uh, let me tell you, dude. Yeah, let me tell you, he's gonna run out of gas before I do. Okay, when he gets tired, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna take this back. Okay, all leg kicks, and uh, no, he's probably gonna knock me out. Yeah, I'm your biggest fan. You know. Biggest supporter since day one, and I feel like uh, if if you come to me one day and you said, "Hey man, I got a fight. It's against John. I'm gonna fight in the UFC." I'd say, "Just don't." You know, I'd get, I'd take the, I'd take the four hundred grand for an ass whooping. No biggie. What if they just stiffed you? They gave you like fifty grand to get CTE damage by John Jones. Let me tell you, the joke's on them because I've already got all the Reebok shirts. I got the free shoes. I got and the CTE. Damage. <laughs> I got the I got the whole experience. You know what I'm saying? So. I'll be okay. You paid for a full experience, man. Uh, the, the, the full contact experience. The full contact if John, experience. If John Jones doesn't maul me, I'll be really upset. And so, first off, I'm actually a huge fan of John Jones, like for anybody listening. He is just acting very uh, dickish. Childish. Childish, yes. Very childish lately, pertaining to the Khabib uh, goat status. I agree. Uh, in other sports news, though, Luis Palomino, the bare knuckle FC lightweight champion, will take on Jim Allers for the bare knuckle lightweight championship uh, November the 13th. It's going to be a Friday the 13th. It's BKFC 14 in Miami, which is what's so cool because I don't know if you follow both of these fellows. Uh, Louise is from Miami. Jim is from uh, somewhere in Florida. Um, Florida beef. Yes, some Florida beef. They're legit beef, and they used to be friends. Now they're uh, wanting to kill each other bare knuckles. So that is something to tune in for. I don't want to say the website that I use to watch it, but if you guys would like to know, definitely message us at... Message you. Message at the weekly take... Shit, the weekly take now. The weekly weekly forecast on Instagram or at... No, you don't use the Twitter. Don't use the Twitter for this. Weekly... Number four cast on Twitter. Uh, so, yes. What other sports news you got for me, bud? I'll read you a little article here, and you tell me if you, uh, you, uh, you've you seen this or not. Conor McGregor outlined UFC intentions as he reveals that he is in a tremendous space in Twitter Q&A. Did you read any of the Twitter Q&As that he, he answered? I did, yeah. I think he's got some CTE going on. And Conor would be like... Really, like, uh, respectful at one moment, and then he'll be a real chode the next, you know? Uh, let me tell you, I love watching a motivated Conor McGregor fight, so I hope he really gets his shit together. Yeah, I do too. Uh, did you see, though, did you see Jan Blockowitz and Israel Adesanya for the light heavyweight title? I did. And let's uh, let's pause right here, because I'm going I'm to talk about this and the Conor thing at the same time, right? Oh, so he took, yep, go ahead. You know, you know exactly where I'm going with this. He took the fight. Connor took the fight with Cowboy at 170, and then he said, I'm going to stay at 170. I feel great at 170. As soon as Khabib retires, Connor's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be great to go back down to 155. So Izzy's talking all this shit to John Jones, but he's like, you know, I'm not going to move to light heavyweight yet, just yet. I'm gonna, it's going to take me, what do you say, like two years? Yeah, he, he outlined 2021. And then as soon as John moves up to heavyweight and relinquishes his belt, Izzy's like, 
Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time right here. Like, does it not seem a little uh, like maybe they were both a little bit scared there? Like Connor don't want to fight Khabib again, you know? Izzy don't want to fight John right now. It just seems a little weird to me. Yeah, to me, uh, that's the same vibe that I got from uh, both guys. I think, and so for the people that may not know me that well, like may not know me from my own show or from like real life, um, I am an MMA coach in my spare time. And I'm a former uh, MMA fighter. So I have been in the world of mixed martial arts for quite a while. And Scotty also has too, because I drug him along. Scotty's actually my very first uh, corner man. Uh, sorry, CTE kicked in. Anyway, so... Wait, what did you say there? I wasn't paying attention. You were my first corner man. I was, indeed. Um, so we, me and Scotty have followed the sport for a very long time. And I was on the Israel Adesanya train when he first came to the UFC. Um, however, you know, he slept my boy, Robert Whitaker. I'm a little salty, but you know, Hey, I'm still cool. Told you I was going to happen. Any dance before. We oh slept, man. What a dance too. Anyway. Uh, if you go back and you watch Israel's kickboxing fights, uh, Israel has been touched quite a few times. Um, never by anyone that hits as hard as Jan Blockowitz. So I think that Jan sleeps him in the first round. Bold predicament. I'm going to bet the house on it. Ooh. And let me just say, oh man, I don't know who I'd pick for that. Our phone number is five zero two six nine four zero seven four nine. Feel free to call and and tell me your opinion. Right, feel free to call and and tell us who you think is going to win or or what you think is going to happen. But that is my bold predicament, or <laughs> my bold predicament. That is my bold prediction: is that Jan Blakowicz sleeps Israel Adesanya in the first. I'm going to say I'm not going to make any predictions as of right now. But I do want to point out that uh, Izzy's chest broke the internet for a uh, little amount of time. You remember that? Yes. The fact that he may have had some, uh, some little puffage around the nipples called what is it? gynoclamastia, which is a uh, surefire you know, sign that somebody is taking uh, the steroids. A little bit of uh, HGH going on there. A little bit of that, a little bit of that getter juice. A little bit of that juice. A little bit of that up and at them. And uh, fun fact, that stuff will make your wiener go soft. But um, I do think that... uh, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That stuff really, it really will make your wiener go soft. That's why Anderson Silva had to to hit up them dick pills. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that Israel could be in some hot water because of that. You know, so you never really know. I, so the theory is that he might have had a, a torn pectoral muscle as well. Did you see that? Yeah, but he had it on both nipples, so he would have had to have two torn pecs, which makes zero sense on why he would even be fighting. You never seen some weird-looking titties before? No, nah, bro. That is a that is literally gynoclamastia. That's exactly <laughs> what that was. Like it was nothing else. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy that says, "Oh, he's cheating," and then you know everybody call in and be like, "You guys are assholes." No, we're really not. This is just like facts. Like, well, I mean, if I was the face of the sport right now, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, he, I mean, maybe he, maybe he's getting away with a little bit more than what normal people would. You saw the shows up. He's like, oh, "I'm on cycle." They're like, "Okay, bet we'll just leave you alone for now." <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna put out a report. Yeah, he said he was out cycling. Yeah, he was cycling. We'll get him next. Nothing week. wrong with a man and his bike. 
Yeah, getting that cardio in. Getting that cardio in. Yeah, what a what a weird time to be uh, the champion of the middleweight division. <laughs> yeah. Well, did he relinquish his belt as well? Nope. He's holding on to it, so who knows? Uh, Paulo Costa is wanting a rematch after being humped by Israel Adesanya. I thought he wanted to fight. Um, <clears throat> he doesn't. Your boy. He doesn't want to fight Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker broke Jared Cannonier's fucking arm with a kick. Okay. Paulo Costa doesn't want that smoke after just after he just got dry humped. Nah. Nah, <laughs> I can't see that playing out very good for him. You know, even though Khabib retired, they haven't stripped him of his belt yet. Supposedly, can we have some reverb on that? Supposedly. Terry, hit him with a reverb. Hit it. Do it again. Do it again. Supposedly. We're making Terry work yeah, his like ass off tonight. Yeah. Um, supposedly, Khabib could be coming back for the 30th pro MMA fight. I seen that DC tweeted that he thinks that they will give Connor, that Connor will end up getting the interim belt and then they will fight in Abu Dhabi for Khabib's 30th fight and their second fight. Who knows? Who knows? The only, the only problem with sick, that though. is Connor would have to beat Justin Gaethje or Dustin Poirier, neither of which is a easy fight for anybody. And in I think the world he sleeps of mixed martial arts, in the world of mixed martial arts, Scotty, we both know anything can happen on any given night. So, still think he sleeps both of them. I don't think that that is a game plan that anyone should follow. He already slept, Dustin. Okay, yes, but what I'm saying is, I don't think anyone should follow a game plan of what if, because then what if Dustin or okay, Justin? I'm going to give my. What you say? What you call it earlier? Your bold prediction. Yeah, your predicament that he sleeps Justin and Dustin. They both, you know, have Austin in them. He's going to sleep both of them. I think the only t- the only person Connor might have trouble with is Ferguson. But if Ferguson fights Connor the way he fought Gaethje, Connor sleeps him. But if he goes in there and tries to implement his ground game, I think that Tony could potentially beat him. Uh, the thing about Khabib is he doesn't want rematches apparently. So even if that was to happen, we still can't bank on that truly going down. I'm cool with Ferguson for the 30th fight. And, uh, truthfully, and I know, I know this is going to be really out of like left, like super, super left field. I'm cool with a Mike Chandler 30th fight. Um, or I'd be cool with Mike Chandler. You I know would what be really cool with the Ferguson fight because we never got to see it. You know what else I would be really cool cool with, and a lot of people are going to disagree? I would be cool with a Paul Felder. Nah. Man, Paul brings it every time. I'm not a huge Paul Felder fan, but he brings it every time. He's a pretty decent name, and both of them fellas are pretty good dudes, and you know, I would I like seeing people get good paydays. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but Justin and Khabib didn't do that great with the numbers this year. I think it was like the fifth because it was, highest gross fight. Because it was at two year. o'clock in the day, bro. <laughs> but it doesn't matter, man. Felder would bring lesser numbers and they're just not gonna that that wouldn't be a thing. I just like seeing everybody get paid. Yeah. Have Felder and Chandler. That's probably how it's gonna be. Oh, you know? that would Felder be. and Chandler. You know what I kinda thought? I had this crackhead thought last night that they're gonna do um uh well actually hold on. I I put it on Instagram. Did you see it? I mapped out. Uh, <clears throat> I mapped out the entire uh, lightweight division. No, I didn't see that. <clears throat> okay, because I took Khabib out of the equation completely because that was supposedly the running um, like game plan, right? 
was it Khabib was going to be like retiring? I'm trying to find it. I laid out the entire top five uh, or maybe top six, and it actually worked out pretty sweet. Anyways, it's Dustin and Justin for the title, right? Connor and Ferguson, and then Michael Chandler and Dan Hooker, which I think would be a pretty banging fight too. I don't know. if Do you think it would be Dustin and Justin for the belt? Yeah, because Justin Justin's technically the number one contender, and Poirier's technically it, the number two. If you yeah. go by rankings, that would that's how they have to like. You know what I'm saying? If they go by rankings, yeah. but you know how Conor McGregor money is, it kind of just does what it wants. Yeah, they <clears throat> should just throw it off the wall and be like, "Oh, it's it's Ferguson and and uh, McGregor <laughs> interim belt." <laughs> I'd be so cool with a Ferguson title fight. <laughs> well, that is enough. Uh, I think that's all I've got for sports right now, man. Well, hold on, real quick. I, I do like to keep my Seahawks in the uh, the argument here. You know what I'm saying? And they just beat their rivals, the San Fran 49ers, by ten points on Sunday, putting us at a good old six and one for the season. My G Steelers, I'm pretty sure, are still undefeated. Yep, seven and zero. Steelers are seven and zero. My boy, you must be proud. Uh, you know. <sighs> I am, but since moving to Jacksonville, I became a pretty uh, – I don't even want to say a Jaguars fan. I'm a Gardner Minshew fan. I was about to say, I think you're more of a Minshew fan than anything. And I, I hate I hate when that little dude struggles. But, yeah, um, I've not really been watching football, bro. I've been watching MMA uh, pretty full-time outside of that, bare knuckle, and outside of that traditional boxing. So I've not really paid attention to football because it just doesn't feel like a football season, does it? Oh, man, Jags are one in six, bro. Yeah, it just doesn't. It just doesn't feel like football season because we we started, stopped, started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, COVID. Everything's kind of weird this year. Let's give them an election update, Scotty. It's 85 to 61. Joe Biden is ahead right now. What do you think Trump's doing right now? You think he's sitting there saying it's fine? I can't do a Trump voice. Uh, do I, a Trump voice and say it's fine. It's fine. Okay, my voters. Are yeah, gonna, they're going to yeah. turn out. <laughs> They're gonna turn up whenever, uh, whenever they get off work. Okay, they're gonna go to Dairy Queen, get a get a orange flamethrower burger, an orange Julius, and a flamethrower burger. Okay, <laughs> they're probably gonna get the cheese curds. Okay, uh, and then whenever they leave there, they're probably gonna go home. Okay, I would imagine Chicago PD on the DVR. Okay, you're gonna fire that up, and then and then you're gonna tune in after that hour long episode. Okay, and if you're if you're concerned, okay, I'll spoil it. Marky Mark was definitely caught in the fire. Okay, he saved he saved the cat. He threw the cat out the window, and that's where the the spoiler left us. Okay, so if you've seen the new episode of Chicago PD in uh, Chicago Fire, please don't spoil it for me. Okay, I'm a little busy tonight. All right, I'm glad Sleepy you went Joe. Like, really. Up. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm Sleepy glad Joe you... and Crooked Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> So let me tell you about this right here, Mo. I was on TikTok a couple months ago, right? Wait, wait, I'm wait. Lying. Are you kidding me? We've not gotten rid of TikTok. Okay, fuck off. Look, so look, I was on I TikTok thought, like a month ago, right? My friends, and, uh, Little Pain and and Little Pimp, they I'm don't need fucking... TikTok, okay? <laughs> you gotta leave that one in, bro. Or I just kept fucking with you. 
I was on TikTok like a month ago, right? And I ran across this random video of this dude talking about the election. And he, he says that he is a time traveler and he knows that Trump will be reelected. Okay. And I started like looking through his like other videos and he says that now this is very vague and you'll learn why in a second. In January or February, 10th through the 19th, it's one of those days. I want to say the 13th, but I also want to say the 11th. I want to say February 11th, but I can't bank on it. That something is going to change the world forever. Okay? So I'm telling my friend today about this, and he's like, you know, well, what was the date? And I was like, I don't know. So I went to look it up because I had liked the video for the changing the world thing. And, uh, you know, TikTok keeps all your liked videos under a category. And I don't like many. I think I may have like 15 at most. So I went to my liked videos and it was gone, bro. Like this dude's whole channel is just gone. And he was making like mad views. Like he was making money off this. Like him to just up and delete his channel makes zero sense. You know? Mm -hmm. And I thought that was weird. But it doesn't look like Trumpy boy is doing too good tonight. So, you know, it was all based on if Trump uh, did win. I was like, oh, shit, I got to go look at this date and see what's going to happen. Uh, apparently, there's a bunch of them, a bunch of time travelers, quote unquote, on TikTok. However, Scotty, I'm going to give you a rebuttal. Um, and let me just say, let me start off by saying, OK, <laughs> let me just let me just start off by so my buddy, psychic Hal Fitzpatrick. Okay. Okay. He is a he's a, a minister, an ordained minister in the Universal Life Church. He's a former private investigator. Uh, he's part of the New Earth Army. Uh, and you can find him on aisle B in the booth directly across from a man who moans as if he's on a chain gang at the Lake Cumberland Flea Market in Somerset, Kentucky. And Mr. Mr. Hal here has uh, alluded to the fact that he thinks, you know, he thinks Trump is going to win a very tight election. Um, he is a psychic Republican in the Oldham County Fair. Sorry, actually, he he was running for uh, senator of Kentucky <laughs> as the psychic Republican in, in 2019, but he failed to get his paperwork in in time. So now he's just doing the predictions. Anyways, he thinks Trump's going to win. Uh, then, you know, I got to look at what Alex Jones said. Alex Jones says that Trump's going to win, and then the Western states are going to secede from the U.S., and we're going to have an all-out war. This podcast brought to you today by Kevlar. Get your bulletproof vest now. <laughs> I swear, bro. If you don't quit fucking plugging fake sponsors, Terry, I'm going to send Terry down to you, and he can live with you, man. <clears throat> Did you know that it takes 3,240 tons of fuel to reach the moon? Did you know that? I did not. It sounds like a lot. But it only takes one gram of sour diesel. Get it on easy.com. Discreet fuck. shipping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Are you decking the halls with mouths of holly right now? Or are, we, are you full force into uh, Thanksgiving yet? I'm not in either yet, man. I still kind of wish it was spooky season. I do too, man. I feel like it came and went, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. What's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Uh, food. 
I like getting together with everybody. I like being surrounded by my family. Other than that, I really like the food, though. I don't know. Thanksgiving, to me, is a little too hectic. In our family, you yes. You gotta be here, you gotta be there, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. It's so hectic, you know. Why not just order some pizza and watch Mad Max Fury Road? For anybody for anybody wondering, if you grew up in the, the household that Scotty and I grew up in, uh, yeah, you literally didn't, it was a guessing game on where holidays were gonna be. And sometimes... We, yeah, and once you got there, they were like, hey, go ahead and make the mashed potatoes. And, and, then, like seven, and, then, co- you know? and then come uh, 30 minutes, you know, further to... Yeah, so it was very, uh, you can see why we jump around so much when we talk, because we, we try to get it how we live out here, you know? Yeah, I think our brains didn't develop correctly. Well, yours didn't. You're a waterhead kid. Uh, well, you're adopted, so we already, we've already been through this. You know, it still hurts. <laughs> you want to lead off with that fun fact, Cub? It still hurts. All right, well, to end this argument before it comes to uh, blows, which, by the way... Fun fact, you guys can call in, right? Call the number 502-694-0749. Take a wild guess at how many family gatherings we've had that have ended in a fist fight. Yeah, if you're right, we'll probably send you a box of Taco Bell mild sauce in the mail. Uh, to end the episode <laughs> with a fun fact like we usually do, I'm going to be doing it today since Scotty's a piece of shit and Terry uh, hasn't been keeping track of our fun facts for us like he's supposed to. Um, if We're just you... phoning in his job as it goes. <laughs> Why do you not have this done, Terry? <laughs> uh, so, fun fact. If you lift a kangaroo's tail off of the ground, it can't hop. And that's all, folks. Stay weird. Josh and Scotty signing off. Signing off. <laughs>